Welcome to Storytime with Paul Doerr. This season of the podcast includes excerpts via live shows and in-studio recordings from my new book, I'm Leaving It, and other stories. Some of the stories are true and some are not. I'll let you figure it out. But they all hopefully have my trademark charm, wit, and profound wisdom. Purchase your copy of the entire book in paperback, ebook, or audiobook form at all major online booksellers. I also write a monthly newsletter that is both fun and insightful. To subscribe to the newsletter or for further information about the book, please visit pauldor.com. Today's story, The Nun. So I'm just going to tell you uh, a little story about a friend of mine. And um, I'll see how this goes. (laughs) So uh, a few years ago, my mom told me I should go visit The Nun. Excuse me, I said. See, I'd become very interested in my father's family history. For some reason that was was never clear to me, my dad stopped talking to most of his family after my grandmother, his mother, died. I don't think parents intentionally keep these secrets. Sometimes you just have to ask in the right way. The nun was Sister Narita, my dad's cousin, who lived in a convent in London, Ontario, for 60 years since she was 16 years old. My mom explained that she was somewhat of an informal historian of my dad's family. Why didn't you ever tell me about this before? I asked my mom. She she shrugged and said, you never asked. (laughs) Which is technically true, but how can I ask about someone or something that I didn't know about, but whatever. (laughs) So I called Sister Narita and arranged a time to visit the convent. She insisted that I arrived at 10 o'clock a.m. so we could attend mass in the adjoining church. Now, I'm not the most religious person. Actually, I'm not religious at all. But I was more worried about Sister Narita. I mean, she's worked all her life to be closer to God, and now she's walking in with a heathen like me. (laughs) Was I threatening her status? (laughs) But I quickly realized that it doesn't work this way. So a tiny lady wearing a habit and a full nun's robe greeted me in the lobby. She whisked me right away to the church, which was filled with other nuns. Now, I don't know if you've heard, but not as many people are getting the calling to be a nun. So the convent was more of a retirement home. After mass, we went to lunch. The word was out amongst the nuns. A young man was visiting. 
So for most of that visit, Sister Narita and I went from room to room where I'd move furniture <laughs> or get stuff off high shelves. In return, they each gave me chocolate for a job well done, and we'd sit and talk with them. I think Sister Narita liked bringing me around, explaining who I was to all the nuns. I was a rock star in that convent. We finally settled into her room, and uh, Sister Narita unveiled this very large family tree that she had been working on and updating for decades. So this is basically my family from when they first came here all the way to my brother's kids and everything are on there. She went through how my grandmother was one of 11 children. And I was so happy to hear that my family was really a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of these great uncles of mine worked as a toll booth collector his entire life. When he died, they found decades worth of paintings he made that he didn't tell anyone about. The paintings were eventually shown in galleries and they were quite disturbing all featuring what I could only call ghouls in different scenarios. There were, there were ghouls eating lunch. There were ghouls hanging out in the dungeon, etc. So another uncle, another uncle entered and exited his house only through the window as he had some phobias about doors. So at certain times uh, in the day, a bell would go off in the, in the convent, signaling prayer time. Whenever the bell went off, Sister Narita stopped talking to me. She looked up to the ceiling, had a silent conversation, and turned back to me saying, it's okay, I can skip prayers. Jesus wants me to talk to you. <laughs> so she brought out uh, a book, this book, that uh, another great uncle had written. And I thought, what the hell? I mean, I didn't, I didn't say what the hell to her. <laughs> but um, I, I just didn't know that there was actually another author in the family. So this uncle, this great uncle of mine, fought in the First World War. And uh, he wrote these diaries, sent them back home. Years later, they were found and published as, as this book, um, describing his day-to-day -day activities as a soldier. So I left pretty overwhelmed with information that first time. And uh, every few months, I'd drive out to London and visit the nun. We'd go to mass, eat lunch, get stuff off high shelves, and sit down for our talk. Sister Narita was up to date on all the latest political stories and world events. She disliked Donald Trump even more than the Pope seemed to this past week. <laughs> After I returned from trips to places like China and Jordan, she wanted to know all about it. Her memory was sharp, and she was curious about other cultures and faiths. Although she referenced religion during our discussions, she respected my, choice, my choices of faith, or lack thereof. So last week, my mom called me to say Sister Narita had gone into the hospital. The nun could be stubborn and insisted that no one come to visit her. By the end of the day, my mom called again, this time saying she was moved back to the convent into their hospice wing. I told my mom to come to Toronto and we would drive out to London in the morning. So we made it to the convent 
and the nurse explained to us that there was nothing more they could do for her. Sister Narita was sleeping, and it was the first time I had ever seen her without her habit. Another nun was sitting at her bedside. She smiled at us and said that she had arrived at the convent an hour after Sister Narita, 60 years ago. When she woke, she was so happy we had come. Sister Narita lost most of her eyesight a while back and liked to pull you in close when she talked to you. She took my mom's hand and said, I told you not to come, but I am so glad that you did. And we sat beside and talked beside her and we talked and laughed and told stories. For the entire day, there was a steady stream of nuns on rotation visiting with her. My mom and I decided that we had the chance to say goodbye. And although we were actual family, the family she should be with at these final moments were the nuns whom she had lived with for 60 years. When we said goodbye, she took my hand and pulled me in close. Thank you, she said. Thank you for all the times I got to live with our family again through you. A few days later, my mom called me to let me know that Sister Narita had passed away. As I said earlier, I'm not a religious person, I don't pray. But I got off the phone and I just had a moment of silence for my friend, Sister Narita. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Again, if you'd like to purchase a copy of I'm Leaving It or any of my other books, they are available at most online booksellers. The live performances were originally performed and recorded at the monthly storytelling event, Stories We Don't Tell. To learn more about Stories We Don't Tell, head over to storieswedonttell.org. For everything else, please visit halldoor.com.